Welcome to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is Paula Jamis, the Director of Technical Service. And Paul, man, last week, I bragged. I was like, oh, listen to the lake. Here I am, and the birds chirping, and how how great it was. I'm at the lake, and you're at work. Na-na-na-na-boo-boo. Yeah, but I've heard stories. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Eight hours in the car. With a three-year-old. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I mean, it wasn't even that. It was... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I love them to death and all. Are you still feeling relaxed? No, it like took the whole thing away. Eight hours of white knuckling? Yeah. Yeah, like I wanted, you know, that thing that limo drivers have where they just like turn up the like, yep, and, and you just unroll every once in a while and be like, Are you breathing? Cool, all right, that's back when up. You, that's when you need one of the what is that, the Expedition XL, the yeah. real long ones, and be able to put yeah. the kid in the fourth row, yeah, yeah, we'll put let the your, luggage between yeah. you and them. We'll let your brother deal with it. We used to threaten <laughs> that with the kids and say, I'm gonna put you in the third row and I'm gonna put the luggage in the second row. <laughs> This week is the Carboline Corrosion School, and uh, it's basically a two-day crash course on corrosion and how coatings can be used to control them. So if you're interested in in attending a future Carboline Corrosion School, get in touch with your local sales rep. And if you don't have a local sales rep and work at your connection to Carboline, Paul, how can they get hold of us? Yeah, you can reach us at technicalservice at carboline.com. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore ctsp and i'm at paul underscore ctsp all right so we've joked about going international before but today we're literally going international we're gonna and we're gonna prove it live yeah well we're gonna record it live and we're gonna play it for you delayed but yep so anyway here's our phone call with matt allison at spc and he's gonna tell us a little bit about spc and how we work with them with carbline all right, joining us today on the Carboline Tech Service Podcast is Matt Alliston, the Vice President for the Specialty Polymer Coatings Group, that's SPC. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So, Matt, we wanted to start off with just kind of getting some history on SPC. Where did it come from? How did it come to be formed? Where are you located? We know that you're in, you know, multiple parts of Canada. You got a spot here in the U.S., so a little bit of a background of of how you came to be, and, and what your main market focuses are. You bet, Paul. To really understand SPC, I'll have to start a little bit before there was SPC. This would be in the mid to late 70s at this point. And at that time, they had a single product offering, and it was actually under the Zebron name. So they uh, acquired the rights to Zebron and then started to uh, additionally develop the coating. And the primary focus was actually the marine market. So what they're going after at the time was icebreakers, uh, oil platforms, pilings, uh, ferries, ship hauls, things of that nature. The business was going quite well, and then they proceeded to further develop uh, the product line and increase uh, adhesion, offer some better flexibility, a number of uh, good properties. But what ended up happening was that company ended up got, getting bought out as the marine market uh, in Canada around that time, around in the 80s, really dropped out. So they were acquired by, by another firm to which my father went along but found out after working there that he really wasn't 
overly enthused about uh, uh, working for the particular firm that took over the company <laughs> or bought the rights. So, so what so you're he, saying is, is somebody with an entrepreneurial spirit didn't like having to report to another group, huh? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> and what had happened to that particular, when the, uh, at the time the company was actually called Reliance, but what had ended up happening was it was more of an acquisition of a product line to kill competition rather than to actually uh, help introduce it into new markets. So after a number of years, um, what happened, my father, Bob Alliston, um, bought the rights back to the product and then uh, formed SPC, I believe uh, we're talking close to 28, about 29 uh, years ago now, and started developing from being just urethanes and then getting into uh, liquid epoxies and changed focus from being in the marine industry to focus in on the oil and gas sector, in particular, the pipeline coatings. That was a real, uh, that was a period for a real boom, especially through parts of Canada with, with oil and gas at that time. That was a great time to get into the market. That was, that was exactly the focus then. And so he went all in and, and just started out with himself and, and my future mother-in-law at the time. And they started up as a two-man band and grew the business from there. A couple of the feathers to put in the hat was the, the very first uh, liquid coating put on a natural gas pipeline in North America, and that was through TransCanada Pipeline. Wow. Yeah. You know, we focused in on, on the market that we could best serve, and ever since there, continued to grow our relationships. And really... How we got entrenched with a lot of the pipeline companies was at this time, nobody knew how to properly use these coatings. So you were out there, Bob was out there on each job, you know, with the contractor, getting it fired up, working with Graco in particular to perfect their um, plural component hydrocat systems to sp spray these type of products. And that's where, you know, our hands-on approach to actually being in the field with the customer and the contractor started from. And that's something that we've definitely never lost. In fact, we've used that to differentiate ourselves from uh, a lot of our competitors in the pipeline market. You know, that's really, that's probably part of the reason why, why Carboline and SPC started such a great relationship to start with, is that beginning, that founding of here's a problem and a guy with an entrepreneurial attitude and a solution came up with something for a market that really blossomed into, you know, a truly maybe like a one-on-one -on -one relationship with each of the customers to say, here, I'll work with you and we'll figure out a solution and we'll have people hands-on to help make sure that this is successful as we go through. It, it's really that same kind of spirit. And it's probably what brought us together to begin with. Oh, I would have to agree. It is definitely one of the things on our side that we knew it was a good fit with uh, Carboline. And, you know, that, that hands-on with the customer and the attention to detail and something that, um, you know, we can offer as a team that the that our competition just can't, either because they're too slow uh, and large reacting or they're just not interested unless it's an insane amount of, uh, of material before they even bat an eye. So that's one of those focuses where we can really uh, work together and have the same spirit. We're going to take a break from this podcast to take a moment to pay the bills. We'd like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Carboline and the new Sanitile 755FR. Sanitile 755FR is a fiber-reinforced epoxy for the absolute protection of CMU, concrete, and drywall substrates. These properties make it ideal for hospitals and food and beverage facilities. We want to remind you that if you tune back into episodes 2 or episode 10, 
you can get more information on this product. Remember, at Carboline, we have tough solutions for even tougher environments. And now back to the podcast. So let's kind of switch a little bit here and talk about some of the products that SPC offers. And I figure the best place to start is with the SP288, the workhorse of the SPC line there. Absolutely. The SP2888 or 2888 really is our workhorse product. It's by far most vastly specified, not only uh, in the United States and Canada, but also worldwide. That particular product, you know, we can go through, it's a corrosion product, it's an abrasion product, it's a rehabilitation product, it's a field joint coating product. So it's really widely used. You know, it's a direct comparable to FBE. And if we put it on a bit thicker, say above 40 mils into that 40 to 70 mil range, now we're a direct competitor or complementary, depending on how you look at it, with a dual-layer fusion bond system. You know, I have to say from, from my years in sales and then when I first moved over to Carboline, this was always one of those products that was just just always a thorn in my side, that it was a unique product. I, I worked for some other paint companies. We never had anything as a direct comparison. So I was quite happy when they first told us, hey, here's this new relationship and we're going to join forces with SPC. And, you know, now as it was first starting and our sales reps would call up and say, man, I need to have something like this SP2888. Be like, no, you don't. You can have 2888. We, <laughs> we've got it in house now. <laughs> Well, that's that's one good thing that you mentioned too is that with that product, not only are you doing your plural applied, you know, applications, but you mentioned the girth welds and, and you have the hand applied kits so that guys can uh, do field touch ups as well with that material. Absolutely, and it works in you know we're able to supply in conjunction with plant applied FBE. So you know often it's the two part liquid, a twenty eight eighty eight that's used as a FBE repair material and then the field joint coating material, or even sometimes as a sacrificial abrasion coating over a single layer uh, fusion bond epoxy. All right. Now that we're out in the field, we're doing some repairs, we're doing some work, let's get into what the next most complicated area that we both have to work in. That's when we have to get onto these damp surfaces. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we're in our warm weather in the summer months and we're talking live lines and rehabilitation, the condensation that is on those live lines is significant. And it, and it can be tricky depending on what the humidity and temperature rate is and what the flow rate and product temperature is running through the pipeline. And a lot of the time what we have is, is heavy condensation on the pipe or sweating as it's more commonly referred to. So we developed a product, uh, SP4888, which actually works with the moisture that's condensing on the pipe substrate. Uh, so it actually reacts with some of the moisture, absorbs it out of the profile, and it is a liquid coating that you can apply in a, what would normally be a, a very difficult application uh, arena. One of the the other benefits, too, where the SB4888 is really excelled is there are a few other products designed for below-ground immersion pipelines for sweating, but they haven't performed as well and they're not as widely specified on the owner's coating specifications. So whereas sometimes they'll be using a competitor's product, we actually get the call because, hey, a couple days ago it wasn't as warm outside and we were able to apply competitor B and now we can go through and actually pick up that work because it's sweating and this is the only thing that's specified. One of the tricky parts about the product really is the science of the application process. Okay, so 
the application process is very unique, and it's one of the reasons why it's a brush and roller applied only coating. It can't be spray applied, uh, and that's because you need to disperse the moisture out of the profile. So when we have a sweating line, we go through, we expose the line, we see that it's sweating. Regular sandblasting takes place, and as we're doing this, one of the things that actually acts as a benefit for an oxygen barrier so that it doesn't flash rust, because of course we have a lot of moisture condensing, is that that, that spent media kind of cakes on the pipe and acts as a bit of a corrosion barrier, an oxygen barrier. So we will go through, blast our piece of pipe, and then clean off uh, about three foot sections at a time with fresh clean water and apply the product. And that way we can keep the flash rust down to a minimum and we just go along in steps. It's a slow process versus standard brush and roll or a spray applied, but it's one that works. I have to say, I was really amazed when you guys came in into our facility here in St. Louis the first time and we went through that process of how to do this application process and what we needed to do. I was, I was just stunned when I watched them brush it off, pour water on it so that we actually had enough water to kind of simulate the, the sweating pipe. It really mm -hmm. is a great process and, and it, it takes a minute to get the hang of it, but once you got it, you can really keep rolling down a pipe. Absolutely. All right. So before we run out of time, we want to get into the high temperature product that you guys have, the SP8888. Yes. And that was a product that we continuously, uh, you know, as time went on, we saw the need for higher and higher temperature products with basically uh, the different lines and the processes of extracting uh, the oil out of the ground. The temperatures kept rising. So we moved over into 100% solids Novolac technology that allowed us a tighter crosslink on the product and a much higher chemical and heat resistance. Other than that, it operates as almost a very similar animal to your 2888. We're still getting the same thicknesses. We still require the same surface prep. It's the same application, whether it be a hand applied with a brush or a roller or a plural component spray. Just now we're dealing with higher temperature resistance, higher chemical resistance, and often higher bond strengths as well due to that uh, tight crosslink of the Novolac. And we talk about crosslinking and Novolacs and, and the different formations that are structured with these different types of technology. Back in our tank lining episode, go back and listen to episodes 11 through 14 where we get into depth about the different coating technologies and their cure mechanisms. So before we let you go, Matt, can't let the opportunity for you to make the rest of us jealous. What temperature is it up there right now? <laughs> oh, right now we, we are sitting at about a nice 85 degrees. There you uh -huh. go. I would kill yeah. for 85 <laughs> degrees right about now. <laughs> yeah. And mild humidity to boot. Yeah, that's the killer down here. The humidity is just, just drowning us. Well, you were here last week. You, you got yep. a taste of it. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, there's no other way to put it. It's hot. Well, Matt, thank you very much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. We'll have to have you back again so we can get more into depth with some of these products. But I think that did a really good overall introduction to you and SPC. Fantastic. And again, thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Monday. Who put the line in carbolene? Who put the line in carbolene? No matter where I go, they don't know what I mean. I say carboline, but they say carbolene.